Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This first segment of the next hour, second hour, excuse me, is going to be sponsored by Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese. Stephen Reese is a fully virtual insurance broker who can handle all your insurance needs, um, and he can find you the cheapest rate out there because he represents over 40 different carriers for auto, life, home, and renters. Give him a call. His number is 210-641-4000. That is Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese, official sponsor of the sports club. All right. Michael Esparza tweeted me at Sports Guy. We just got out from under Aldridge and DeRozan, and we're going to go right back in with Simmons. We haven't even had a season of our young guys. We don't even know what we have on their ceiling, uh, under the ceiling playing together. No, hell no. Um, you know, I, you know, it's just one of those that uh, I really don't care either way. I, that's why I asked um, – you know, Lawrence early, like, okay, no cap, no nothing. We got to make the money, but who do you want? But to me, it's like, um, it's just a whole recruiting thing. That that doesn't, that don't move the needle either way, man. What you got, Sam, before we move on from this? The facts are Ben Simmons has accomplished more than anybody has on this current Spurs roster. He's a 25-year-old All-NBA player, led the league in stills two years ago. He's all-defense all first team twice already in his career. That's talent that you're not going to be able to convince to come to San Antonio through free agency that's talent you have to take a risk on because it's more it's 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 a talent you don't have on this roster and it's a rebuilding piece. It's not the one that's like you're saying, Cal, that's going to get you back to the top of the West, but it's a piece towards getting there and it's a piece that would match up well with the top draft pick over the next year and then whatever is left after a trade is made. He has accomplished, but I'm also, with, I think, with hard just stands that I, I'm looking more of the credit report and the work ethic. I, I battled my former colleagues on this airway. So he's for, done with, all with, of that with no work ethic, which is even more of an accomplishment to see to say what he could be in a good environment where he actually has work ethic installed in him. Okay, let's just say for the sake of this, to get this done, if this is going to happen, Keldon Johnson is going to have to be a part of this. Let's just say that. And that's that, fine. That, okay, so we get Ben Simmons, and who else, unless we're going way down in the deep and we're really going to say screw the 10th and 9th and screw trying to get Pops 26, and we're really going to tank, we gonna, there's going to be somebody else we got to match up with him because he ain't a guy that's going to lead anybody to no type of championship. I, this guy, like, to Harge's credit, the reason why he, this guy had all the hype. I knew it was red flags about Ben Simmons when his ass couldn't even get LSU qualified for the tournament. He There's everybody all year. Uh, he didn't play that entire – he played like six games for LSU that year. Man, so you're going to waste all this money on a on an injury-prone player? And that's what I'm saying. Like, his his value to what you said is great. But a lot of that voting and all that other stuff – 
that that's that's just paper. That's paper. you know what happens if they get Ben Simmons and have to give Keldon Johnson, and we wait for some other piece to come up with them, or we wait in the draft. Ben Simmons is going to turn, and, and he don't put in the work, or we don't ever turn. Ben Simmons is going to turn into the Richard Jefferson down here. It's going to be because Ben Simmons is going to you know what I mean by that, Sam. He's going to get killed, man. Outsiders get killed when they come in here and don't perform. He's not drafted by us. That's been a rule we all know. He didn't perform in one game seven. We're acting like nothing he's accomplished. We're acting like everything he's accomplished is for waste because he didn't perform in one game seven of a playoff series. Sam, his shot was a topic last offseason, bro. And And after coming off the offseason before that, and the offseason before that. So my question to you guys, and because you guys have covered San Antonio Spurs all your life, like you said, you lived there, you grown up there, you've seen it, you know what's happening. Is the goal just to start a streak to get into the playoffs, or is it to win a championship? Because he has proven that he has, he is not capable of taking a team and putting them on his back because no matter how defensive-minded he is, it's because they had other monsters on that team that were scoring points. Joel Embiid playing hard. Tobias Harris playing hard. They had depth on that team that could eat. Who is going to score for you on the Spurs when you haven't even given that group of young players an opportunity to play together and you're bringing in somebody with a lazy work ethic? That's my biggest question for everybody. Uh, I mean, since we're going to fight, since we're going to bang the table for Ben Simmons and take this chance, is Ben Simmons the person that is going to get you? to the finals and win you a, a champion. Not by itself and not in this market. I mean, like I said, I get Sam's point about you're not going to get a I chance. I do too. But, but at I the end too. of the day, Hards, you brought up one point, and that's why the narrative, look, I know they're long away from being a championship team. But at the end of the day, that's really what the standard is here. Well, whoever's taking over Pop, whoever, whether it takes five, six years to ever get back to that point, whether we get close. But it's never going to be about, well, let's see if we can start a 50-game win streak. Nobody goes, when you're part of title towns, nobody goes backwards. Okay, and in New England and Foxborough, Matt Jones is going to get adopted to that real quick. They're going to go through this honeymoon phase. But you know what? You got to get us back to the show. We we ain't saying you got to be the GOAT, but we used to we, that you got to surpass Tom Brady GOAT. But we play for championships down here. Pittsburgh plays for championships. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's where. And, and again, they've accomplished a lot, but that's never going. I'm never going to let that dumb. I know they ain't close now, but the big pitchers know that's what they're working for. And there's no guarantee you're going to get somebody else in there like that. So there's no well, guarantees. Like you said, you're moving into the uh, the point of most uncertainty for this franchise in the last 30 years, going all the way back to David Robinson too. the most uncertainty. There's, you don't know how long Pop is going to stay around. You can't bank on having a new coach at any point because you can't fire the guy because he's got five banners hanging out there. He's got three guys that he coached up to be in the rafters up there. So basically you just said he signed a four-year extension. He's only completed one year of that. So we complete the trade. We got him for three years. Likely he's not going to sign an extension when he gets over here, if we do. And we're not going to offer him. So in three years, if we don't find that matching piece or nobody wants to come play, then we're all over this again. And we we didn't ship out Keldon. We didn't ship but for this guy, Ben Simmons, and we're just saying he might just, when he's a free agent, might bolt out anyway. So now we're starting back around, and maybe Keldon's the man on some other team, and he's on his second Olympic team. That's the thing. And that That's, comes back to my point where, I'm 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 defending this whole Ben Simmons right. talk, sure. 
you have to uh, the city has to then be patient if you're not willing to make a move like this and go get the all nba guy then understand what you're also signing up for and that to sam's point another all nba guy is not walking through that door anytime soon you have to hope and you really have to trust the trust in the spurs and in Pop, we trust, and in Chip, we trust to go ahead and make sure that Keldon develops to what we all right. hope and think he can be, that Luca can make a big move in, in year three and become the big that we need or to be. Or you stay or you stop. Trey Jones, yeah. become, Trey Jones can get over his turnover issues yeah. and guide this team in the future. And that DeJounte can be more. you got to really hope. Really hope. Because when we talk about all these trade conversations, is that who does, who does anybody want? Who does anybody else want? And so if right. nobody else wants them, then how are you even going to be but able to compete I, with them but, in the next three but years? But I think anyway. that's where we're at, Jonas. They've got to develop. Either that or they got to stop hovering around 9 and 10. Like you say, just get in that playoff spot. No, or you got to go and get in that damn top five of the pick. And then uh, as you develop. This is Ben Simmons is not going to – he's not the guy that's going to sit there and make a difference to show, oh, we're going to speed up this problem. we still going to have to be patient with him. And especially if you give up Keldon. All that is is a name, dude. Like, like I, I get what Sam's point, but to sit there and say, well, he's accomplished this. All that is a name and then the hope that we get more TV national uh, TV games because we got Ben Simmons. Here's the other thing, too. Why has no one else pulled the trigger on this dude? The price. Why? It, 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 but, it, but, if he's, but if he's all that, there is no price. Because, because There is no price. Because he's damaged goods right now, and that's why, to bring it back to the present— Doc Rivers is having to walk back his comments from before. And I'm glad that Stephen A. pressed him on his comments from Game 7 because he's having to say, no, we, we want him. We want him. Because when, you, when you're trying to sell the car that nobody else wants and you just got done saying, looking at all the bad parts about it, it's old, it needs new interior, it needs, you, you just bashed it over this, or you didn't say anything. You left it there in the front yard and you said nothing positive about it. And now you're like, I, I really need to move this car. This is so what I'm gonna gonna going to say. I, I think it. we've had three segments of this for really nonsense of reason because I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think that th – there's two things. Philly's either going to work with – depending on how ugly this has gotten, like Hart said, we're not in the locker rooms. We don't know two plays. This is going to go two ways. Either they're going to work with Ben Sim. Either he's going to stay, which I, it's obvious. If he's not sure the kid, he don't want to be there. And, we, and he's going to fall in where his peers have done to force themselves out there. So at the end of the day, there's going two ways. Either Philly is going to work with him and send him where he wants to go, as long as it's not in the East. Or either they're going to ship him for the best offer available, and either one of those, the Spurs are going to land on the winning circle. He's not going to pick San Antonio if they work with him and send him where he wants to go. He's not picking them. Right. Or I well if Golden State throws hats in, he could probably look at that. If Portland throw the hat, he'll probably be a San, it ain't gonna be San Antonio with the uncertain you say. And then also if it comes down to like, hey man, we're gonna ship you out to what we want to do, we're gonna get the best offer for 76ers. The best offer ain't even coming from the Spurs. So we've just wasted three segments, in my opinion, for no reason. Moving on. So quarterbacks hurt. Okay. Tua. Tua's out this weekend with cracked ribs. Um, he has fractured ribs, you know, and I, I've said this on Monday, you know, this is just a tough situation. Um, it's obviously to me, the organization, uh, from a coach's standpoint, maybe the owner does, but the GM and the coach do not want him in my opinion as their starting quarterback. And when that seeps through the line, it, through the locker room, I'm telling you, guys block a little bit less harder. They don't really have attention to your huddle. He's hurt. He's out. He's going to be out sometime. 
I just wish the Dolphins find their quarterback that they want in Deshaun Watson or whoever, but it's not Tua. And we're going to see what Jacoby Brissett's going to do. I think Jacoby Brissett got a raw deal in Indy. He is kind of up and down, but I think it's his job. And I'm telling you, this was a 10-win team last year. I think he got a raw deal in New England. That too, Arch. Probably that too also. And I'm not thinking, you know, I have this conversation in my house all the time about uh, Brissett. I don't think he's for sure the franchise type of quarterback, this and that. But I think we, we that year he took over, he was hurt. But I think he wins some games. If the great, if my in my lifetime, my favorite coach of all time, co-signed for him since he was in high school by the name of Bill Parcells. Hello. I'm gonna troll. I'm gonna trust Bill and what he says. But this is this look. This was a 10-win team last year, Don. This was a 10-year team last year. And the way that they have handled this quarterback situation from the captain's pick to whatever has cost this team a psyche situation. Something's wrong with the most. There's not. Miami of last year, whether it's Fitzpatrick, whether it's Tua, does not get blanked by Buffalo 35-0 at home. Mm. That, that this is they put themselves if they trust me if their season gets away from them with the expectations and they're not a factor mm. in the AFC is it ain't because of Tua's injury and I love Brian Flores it's about Brian Flores and this up the upper office y'all went dating too much y'all on dating chats y'all would DM Deshaun Watson y'all were cheating on him and he knows it and now you playing for the swipe call. you playing for the call, swiping man. You know, swiping exactly swiping exactly <laughs> all right Big Ben is smoking too. But I'll tell you why this is. I feel bad for Mike Tomlin. I feel kind of bad for Mike Tomlin. And we'll talk about that. We got when we get back. We'll get the hard knocks life, and then we'll come back to the football injuries. Got some other things. I got to give you my Texas and Alabama take September the 10th of next year, too. Listen to the sports crowd. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studio. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky, and this next segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, a key to every perfect cocktail. That's Zing Zang. They have new flavors and mixes such as pina colada, strawberry. Also, don't forget they're ready, already pre-alcohol-made drinks are ready. Go pick them up at any of your local liquor stores. They have margarita flavors, a michelada flavors as well, bourbon whiskey. That is, or you can just add your favorite alcohol as well, too. That's Zing Zang, official sponsor of the sports crime. All right, so we've got the hard knock life. And before we go to that, Sam, he played 33 games, not six. I knew it wasn't the same. Yeah, you were right. I was getting him yeah. confused with another dude. I think probably the guy from do whatever. But, yeah, yeah, but I knew it was red flag when the guy that could – everybody makes the tournament, man. But, anyway, go on. And, no, I'm, I don't think, Sam, that I'm not saying that he's garbage. or I see what you're saying. I'm just saying what even got me going was just – Jonas with this whole recruiting, recruiting. Hell, Becky Hammond would be a better recruit for us than Ben Simmons would. Just give her. I mean, that's just the thing of it is, man. It's the guy down there that we call the general. Is this pop, man? You know, not everybody can live in a military household, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Not keep- everybody. I, I mean, come on, man. I had kids that grew up in military household. I'd be like, man, you kind of structured over here. You gotta get up at seven. That could be me. Not everybody can play pop, man. Bottom line. But hey, right now we got to do our debut. This is the Harge. I've been hearing a lot about this, but this is the hard knock segment that we're going to be doing every Wednesday from here on out. So this is going to be very interesting how Harge comes up with these different topics, different angles to look in deep to hear his, uh, you know, intake on that. So what do you got for us today, Harge? Well, today, you know, I want to do two things. Number one, I just wanted to let everybody know that, again, September is 
Prostate Cancer Awareness Month. And if you're a fella, especially African-American mm-hmm. fella, we know we don't like going to the doctor, but I'm telling you from personal experience, this is the best thing that could have happened to me. It happened for me. I went and got checked, found out that I had prostate cancer, went hmm. and did everything that I needed to do, had the surgery, got it removed, and now I'm still healthy, still have zero signs of it and continuing to thrive. And, and, and as an ambassador, someone who has an opportunity to talk on these airwaves, I want to make sure that I give everyone the opportunity to make sure you go see your physician because there, if you catch it early enough, you can get treatment. Yeah. Even if you catch it late, you can be treated for it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't try to catch it at all, it'll sneak up on you and you'll never know, especially as African-American men. Everybody go get checked, especially right. when you get up there in their age. But uh, the African-American community is affected by so mm-hmm. many of these cancers and you need to make sure that you're doing everything on the front end of well that. Said. Well said. So with that being said, I wanted to go back to this player empowerment situation that we're starting to see where, you know, these players are getting too much of the power. And I'm just saying that from an outsider, I was on the inside for a little bit, but now I'm on the outside and I get to see, obviously you want to negotiate your worth. We do it in, in our dailies and we do it in athletics But when it comes to the fact of where we are right now, we just talked about Ben Simmons signed a brand new contract. You talk about the NFL players that are already talking, they're playing under a contract and stating I've outperformed that contract. So now I'm going to hold out until you decide to pay me. I just think that these unions have to try to, to really the baseball union is the strongest union out there. As you can see, I was part of the 1994 yeah. strike. I was on the major league roster at that time, part of the strike. Things changed, numbers changed, and now we see guys signing for $400 million. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that money's guaranteed, by the way. Yep. So same thing with the NBA, where these players are now taking control. And I know people want to blame it on LeBron James. It's not LeBron James. It's what these owners and these commissioners are letting them get away with. You 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 can't sit here and sign a brand new extension and say, I'm going to be traded. I want to get out of here. Because I think in these types of situations, call me crazy, but I think some of these players need to give up some of them dollars when the time comes if they're going to be this disgruntled employee not reporting for work. Because i tell you what, Cal, if you, no matter what the contract state, if you don't show up for work, what's happening to you? Exactly. No, I feel you. you can't, you can't, yeah. I, I work and I get up every day and go to work and then come over here to talk on the radio. But if I decided, hey, I don't even want to show up for work, call you Cal. Cal you know what? I don't even feel like coming on the air today. You're going to be like, hey, Mike, we got to sit down and talk about your contract. Yeah. And the, and the way that things are structured. So for me, looking at this, I I feel that in this day and age, and I'm not saying you you don't deserve the money in mm-hmm. what you get, but let's talk about what and how you do handle your business. Because we saw from very many, a, a long time ago, we saw people lose their contracts on endorsements for stuff that they didn't even get 
well, they got accused of stuff. They didn't get actually uh, arraigned on certain things. They got accused. Like right now, we're looking at this Deshaun Watson, and to your point about the Miami Dolphin deal, you're looking at what's happening. The Dolphins wanted to go for Deshaun Watson, but the the league has not even told us what's going to happen to Deshaun Watson. Exactly. Yeah. So now you are you are crossing so many boundaries that is hurting everybody in the grand scheme of things. You think the Philadelphia 76ers who are about to start camp, the San Antonio Spurs, the whoever else you want to talk about, the Dallas Cowboys when Zeke was talking about holding out, Dak was going to be sitting out. Do you not think that all these people are affecting everybody else's paycheck too? So when you're putting these players in this position to where they control the narrative, it becomes a problem because, and believe me, I'm an advocate for the players, but I'm also understanding what structure looks like. And right now we have zero structure in any of these sports realms because it looks like the players are the ones that are making the decisions. And that's, and that's why you were talking about Bill Belichick and you can't play for Coach Pop. They're not letting that narrative go. They're, they're holding on to that because – quote unquote, it's the Patriots way. It's the Spurs way. Mm. Other than that, everybody else is free game. Right. Well, well said uh, for the first edition of the Harsh Knock Life. Uh, I, will, I will tell you this, you know, um, I got a lot of respect for you saying that because again, you were a professional athlete and a player. And usually, you know, as much as I've been involved in regards to the sports world and coming into this business now, 17 years just this past Monday, I've been doing this, and I will tell you that sure, once happy anniversary, it, brother. Yeah, happy thank you. I, I kind of missed it. I meant to bring it up, but I was like, hey, it was last Monday. But sometimes I get, you know, caught up. It's like it feels like whatever. But anyway, I've been, I've met other athletes, and I've been there, and it's crazy because once you're in that circle, that never leaves you. But you know what, Harge? The reason why I think that you can sit there from being a former athlete and being on those lines and being a part of a strike, and you can have that sense where you look afar, like man, this stuff with these players and the control is because you have done and ran multiple businesses in the real world now. You see what I'm saying? And I think former athletes, regardless if they go into media or they go into that, if they haven't got the experience of what you said in that whole take their structure, it's hard for them to look and say, okay, you know what? Now I see the other side because it's always, we got to fight the man. We got to fight the owners, the billionaire owners and this and that. So to me, props for you even saying that on this platform, like, hey man, I'm kind of side and I'm a former player but wait a minute, because a lot of former players, I don't care, they play baseball, football, basketball, 10 years removed to the game, 15, it's kind of in them always to ride with that. But I think since you've done brand multiple different businesses in your career since you left uh, baseball, it's gotten that eye for you to see that now. So well said, yeah, man. It's wait a, a humbling. It's okay. a humbling experience when you okay. look at it because, like I said, you got to negotiate your worth, but don't let your worth become more than what you negotiated. Well said, man. Way to come out swinging for the first edition, swinging out the gate, man. Hit that, <laughs> hit that curve ball. No, it wasn't the curve. It was the yeah, it was the slider. It was the slider. You couldn't get, <laughs> couldn't get a hold of seven three six nine seven six. We come back. We'll cut a couple more injuries. Give you my power ten, uh, power rankings after week two. Give you my UT in Alabama. Takes us the SEC. Release that schedule before we get out of here. You listen to the sports grind. We'll be back. Me what you 
All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Mike Harge. Uh, all right, so real quick before we go back to the phones, uh, a couple other injuries. Uh, Carson Wentz says he's throwing everything in the kitchen sink at, at this uh, treatment. So that means that most likely if it takes two ankle tapes to get up, he's going. Look, I you know – it sucks he has to go out there like that, but I get where Carson's at. Carson's really feels like he wants to continue to win those team uh, those teammates over. And the reality of it is, this is a division game this weekend on the road facing a team that had 48 guys believing on the road in 12 man and came back from 14 points down. And they're coming back home, okay, for the first time. Opening up, I don't know why the league did this, but there's a lot of teams that have started two straight games in a row. Two games, but they're going back to Nashville, and they're waiting on a division, a, a, a limping duck coming in the Colts. You damn right, Carson Wentz got to try to do whatever he can because you go zero and three, and you're zero and two at home. That's what I keep telling AC at home. Like, look, man, you can talk all this and this. Oh, I ain't played nobody. Oh, yo, I wish y'all could start those schedule. Hey, man, we are gonna play some teams in a little bit. That ain't got nothing to do with it. Y'all, it's not the fact that y'all zero and two. You going to at home. That's a hole that you got to dig out of, man. You got to have two or three shovels to get that done. Okay, so this is a big game with Tennessee, man. Oh, and three. Got to bring a bobcat in yeah. there to pull up on that dirt. Yeah. Big Ben says he hopes to do everything to get back this weekend. I feel bad for Tomlin, man. Um, you know, and and you tell Miss Harge this, like, because I know she feels bad for you know she might need a shoulder to cry on, man. You know, I think I think Tomlin, he he didn't really want Ben back this year, man. And, and when and when you see and when you see this, this is a hell of a defense, man. Pittsburgh got. I don't know what the deal is with JJ Watt and his aggravation of his growing or what he's gonna. You know, this is a hell of a defense. This offensive line. Ben is not what they really need right now. And he could come on and get hot. And if he gets hot, I'll give him his flowers, whatever. But I've looked at them and I know a lot. Pittsburgh is probably the team behind Denver that I know the most, that I follow probably even within depth more than anything because I like the organization and their ownership. But the thing is, is that Ben is out there behind a bad offensive line. He's been hit already like 20 sometimes, I think, in two, two weeks or something. 18. His body 18, up. Yeah. Right. And I told you, after week one, I could see him. He's seeing ghosts in that pocket, man. He, his body don't want to get hit no more. Pittsburgh, they're up against it. They're gonna have their defense has got to play lights out until this offense gets going. But Ben said he's gonna try to give it a go. But I think Mike Tomlin was ready to go on. But this is up. Uh, this is why I keep saying this is an Eli Manning situation all over again. Also, uh, what else we got to touch before we get to the uh, power rankings? Uh, Bradley Chubb's out six to eight weeks. Uh, look, man, Vaughn, no Bradley. Bradley, no Vaughn. Let me tell you, there's a reason why Bradley Chubb threw his helmet when he got hurt last week against Jacksonville. Because he knows this is a contract year, and he knows Browning and these guys behind him, out of sight, out of mind. He's a hell of a talent, but this is a contract year. That's going to hurt some of the money. Six to eight weeks, guys might start playing, and they look at you like, hey, man, we're going to either lowball you, you might go. It sucks for him. He's kind of my doghouse. Injuries is a part of it, but it's like, damn, man, when are you going to stay healthy? He's out. Also, the co-founder of the black hole of the Raiders passed away. I'm still looking for mm -hmm. a picture of this guy to see if I say, oh, I see him, because a lot of the Raider fans are famous. 
You know, a lot of these people that show up, it's just like the uh, the big dog, the guy in Jonas's town in Cleveland. A lot of these dudes become part of the team. Crazy Ray. You know what I'm saying? Like, they become yeah. famous. So, uh, thoughts and prayers to his family uh, in regards to them and the Raider Nation. But, um, with that said, let me get to, oh, and again, Jarvis Landry is out on IR. And I'm going to tell you this right now. This is an important stretch for Baker Mayfield. Very important. Like you, like I think Odell's coming back this week, trying uh, to or trying to. Baker's Baker. This office can't miss a beat, man. The eyes are gonna be on Baker. Like this is his favorite target. He's gonna get out. Baker's got to keep this thing going. He's got a bag on the line. That this is the reason, and, the, and this is a team of expectations. I think he'll handle it, but he's got to keep it going. Um, also, I think that's it on the injury front. Okay, so the power rankers, and I know we're coming up on break. I did 10, and I wanted to start from bottom to top and then get Harge's opinion and get Harge's who we might have and then Jonas. Yeah, it starts at, okay, so starting at 10, and this is tougher than I thought. I usually do like five lists, this and that, but this is tougher than I thought. But I would basically go ahead and put Panthers at 10. They're 2-0. and Now, that's an undefeated team. I think I, I like what – and these are really what I think are really the teams where they're ranking right now in the play. But that's 10. They're 2-0. and I like Sam Darnold, what he's doing. I think they got some weapons on defense. They're coming at 10. Denver, I got them at 9. Based off of the scheduling, based off of, okay, fine, Jets, John, we, I mean, we don't know too much. Got the Jets. They're be t- I think they're a good team. I could be biased. But I think their test comes with Pittsburgh in a few weeks, and they got the Raiders after that. So they're going to be in nine. Number eight, I got Dallas. I got Dallas at one and one. They're coming in at eight. Uh, you know, offense, I still believe there's only two defenses and two defensive minds that can stop this offense. And, and one of them, they play down in week eight and nine, and Vic Vangio and what he's bringing, and the other one's Bill Belichick. They don't have them on the schedule. Uh, the defense is still a concern. Y'all know how I feel, but I think they're good enough at one and one to be eight. Number seven, as we go to break, Pats, the Patriots. I got the Patriots at seven. What are they? They one and one. Rookie, yeah, I mean, Bill does what he does at rookie quarterbacks. They've got an interesting game this coming up weekend as well, too, speaking of the Patriots. But I got them to seven. So when we get back, uh, we're going to get to Tom's phone call, but we'll finish out six through one. We'll get Harges, and then uh, we'll pretty much get out of here. You listen to the Sports Grind, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. First things first, rest in peace, sucker fear. For real, you the only father that I ever knew. I get my pregnant, I'ma be a better you. Prophecies that I made way back in the veil. All right, back here on the sports grind. 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this last segment of the day is going to be sponsored by the LaHood Law Firm. All right, keep in, the, keep in mind, the LaHood Law Firm has over 80 years of combined experience. They can help you out with any type of legal matter, whether it's DUI, whether it's, uh, you know, anyway, a robbery, anything that goes down. They can get help you out anything. Just give them a call. At the main thing they're going to do is give you a free consultation. All right, that's another thing, too. Hey, we all make mistakes. Call the Hood Law Firm, official sponsor of the sports crime. You know, keep that lawyer on deck, you know. 
Don't matter nothing. Don't mean nothing. Change, cause, you ain't got lawyer fees. I like that. We gotta have them. You gotta have lawyer fees. All right, man. So this is very hard, man, because there's some teams that's left out. But I, I was looking here. I was like, man, I got to. You know, number I left you with uh, Panthers at 10, Denver 9, Dallas 8, Pat 7. Number 6, I'm going to put the Raiders at 6. I think the way Carr is playing, their defense in Bradley, I don't know if it's going to last this season. I picked them finished last in the West. But for right now, I can only go by what I'm seeing. And their uh, defense is playing pretty decent, and Carr is playing out of his mind. Um, and no one's really, really found. I mean, Waller's still been able to get what he wants to in the last first couple games, even though everybody knows he's the focal point. Um, number five, this was this this one was a tough one uh, for me uh, because I liked you know Tennessee was doing to make that and put in that, but you know I'm gonna have to go with the Cardinals. Arizona at number five, uh, they're two and zero. They're out. They're de- it was all about the defense for me with them, so I'm gonna have to put them at that point. Um, Number four, I'm going to have to go ahead and go with, and this is who I really just think are still, when it's dust settles, they've got enough to still to get done. Um, number four, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Buffalo Bills, okay, at four. Uh, they're one and one. I think easily they could be two on most people's list, three, one. I mean, they're a top team. They're loaded. But on Calvin's list, they're going to come at it four, okay? Number three, I've got the Kansas City Chiefs. At one and one, uh, as long as you got Patrick Mahomes, they're still favorite. Dust is still there. Run defense is uh, it's it's horrible. It's just horrible. I could get a hundred through they through through on on Kansas City defense, okay? And I'm above be a big and I'd be I'm bigger than the fullback. So anyway, um, Kansas City at three, Rams at two. They're two and zero, oh, and the defending champs, the Tampa Bay Bucks, are still reigning supreme at number one. That's my ten list there. No bias in the that. Top, the top up. three, we're 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 pretty much spot on on that. We're the top okay. three, we're spot on on the bottom. We're a little different in okay. different areas. So I'll run through mine real quick. I got the Cowboys and the Broncos at ten. I mean, they okay. they give me two different things. So I got them there, and I got the Raiders at number nine. I got the Cleveland Browns, who I still think is going to be a solid football team. I got them at eight. I got Arizona Cardinals. At number seven, I have the Buffalo Bills at number six. I've got the Baltimore Ravens at number five. They still are doing Mm. some amazing things. And I also have the San Francisco 49ers. They have no running backs, and they're still in the mix, and they won a tough game in Philly last week. Yeah. So I gave them at number four. But our three, two, and one are the exact same. And the 49ers and the Cleveland were the two teams that was hard for me to do only 10 that I left out. I, I, the injuries with the 49ers, which I'm high, I told you they were going to be probably my NFC pick instead of the Rams. Cleveland, I think Cleveland's definitely a top five, top 16. I had to leave them off because I've got they've got to show me. That Kansas City was very disturbing to me, but they the way they lost that game, they, Houston hung around, Landry's out, but let's see what Baker's going to do. But, yeah. We'll get your update going every after every week. You know, usually I don't wait yeah. till week six to go ahead and do power rankings, but everybody and their mom do them now, and this is a very intriguing season, but that's the way I have. Okay, real quick, because uh, I know we're up against it on the UT thing. Look, the schedule came out. The game is September the 10th next year. I'm just telling you, UT has a lot to lose and a lot to gain. If they're able to upset or beat Alabama, because most likely Alabama will be coming up as a runner-up, a Final Four appearance, or a championship team. You go into that, you beat them. It's like, oh, it's all about what kind – how are you going into the SEC? Okay, are you going in with some momentum? In life? 
if you go out and get skull drug on September the 10th next year in Austin, and the last time that we saw you play an SEC team, now maybe the bowl season we'll see you play another one, but was Arkansas, and then you get skull drug by Alabama, the momentum is going to be very shallow going into the SEC. Sorry, you can't respond to that yet, Hard. You can parlay that over tomorrow if you want to. We're up, we're up against it, but that's just, you know, ben, blame it on Ben Simmons. But that's the that's the one that I think next year, there's a lot. Go either way, but there's a lot riding on that matchup, man, for the skate for where Texas ends in that one. But anyway, that's a wrap. You. Special thanks to producers of the show, Jonas Clark. Special thanks to Mike Harge. Special thanks to Sam Spin, the one and two, San Antonio Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South. Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for either snooze button or for you out the rack, just ask yourself. You grind in peace. See you tomorrow. You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com.